Hello, everybody. My name is Will Lujan, joined by Mark Yan. Hey. And Gavin Trusky. What's up? Uh, and welcome to the last episode of the Sun Scorch podcast, or View of the Devil's Highway. Today, we'll be discussing the value of this book and how the book actually argues and applies this argument to the real world. Um, so, basically, a quick summary of, of, of how, the, how the book ended, pretty much, was the, um, the um, Mendez, the main coyote who um, was leading the Yuma 14 to uh, their destination in Arizona, which is how they were going to get freedom. Um, they were going to the right place in the, on the right track, and he kept on telling them that like, the destination was just, oh, over the next mountain. Oh, it's just across this desert. It's 15 more miles, just over and over and over again. And he eventually just, for some reason, uh, he took a 45-degree turn, just for no reason whatsoever, which put him going the total wrong direction. Um, after this event, like, no one really knew that it happened, but after this event, the group got pretty fed up with Mendez. And they split up in the two different groups. Um, one who thought they were going home just kept on going, or turned around and went. And then the group who thought that they were going to um, keep on going to Arizona kept on going that way. Um, it didn't really matter though, because all, all of them ended up dying due to the intense conditions of the desert. Yeah, and what did you guys think the actual main argument of this actual book was? Uh, my, my opinion, like the book is like essentially arguing that border border like patrol and like immigration is just weights is like inhumane it's a mess brutal so it just like the book argues that there needs to be changes yeah to, the, agree with to the border to like the border regulations patrol and all that kind of stuff because this it's very inhumane essentially that was essentially that was for me the argument of the book that's what i was thinking too yeah, I was kind of thinking it's kind of about like the actual human rights of this like immigration process because there's like nothing done to be like controlled and at the same time there's not a lot of changes that can be made for the better just because it's such a kind of varying topic. It's that, a very touchy subject. Yeah, and like there's no one way to make it perfect for every side. It's just kind of like balancing everything on thin ice. Yeah. yeah. According to the nation's office of high commissioner for human rights, the article is basically discussing what like actually human rights, the um, like people coming into different countries actually have provided by the United Nations. Okay. And so this is actually from the United Nations. It's saying that vulnerability to human rights violations is the result of multiple and intersecting, uh, intersecting forms of discrimination, inequality, and structural and societal dynamics that lead to diminished and unequal levels of power and enjoyment of rights. I personally think this is kind of saying like, due to people coming from other countries that they are going to experience discrimination no matter what country they're going to or what country they're leaving to. Yeah. And we obviously see this in the book when it comes to like border patrol and how they actually handled like the people that are coming over. And like we see like sometimes like, yes, they do get good treatment, but at the same time, how great is treatment when they have to cross a giant desert to actually find this actual sense of hope? Personally, I think the UN basically here is arguing that, yes, like, they should have human rights, but at the same time, like, they are going to face hardships when they come to this new country, and uh, this kind of goes back to the book, basically saying that, like, it is a human rights problem, but it's also, like, a people problem, because there is going to be discrimination when they actually get to the country, and we obviously see that with Trump discussing how, like, he wants to build a wall, he wants to keep them out, all of this stuff. And we have seen it over it the past a, few decades. Yeah, it's like keep drugs out. Like that's, yeah, that's it's a pretty hostile environment that's being created. It's it's exactly. Environment. Exactly. Okay. Well, speaking on the fact that like political documents, they came to the United Nations. There, it's a White House. I found a White House press release 
at least on uh, July 27th, about over the issue of the immigration system and how the Biden administration and their goals are for, to create a more humane immigration, immigration, immigration like regulation slash border patrol. So according to the White House, better management of enforcement resources is paramount to achieve this goal to create a more humane immigration policy as they saw an increase in their budget from nine to 15 billion, which will help them to make slash create smarter, more secure border technology, while also making the system fair. So like, for example, like asylum applications for people seeking asylum, they're gonna be, they're, they're gonna be fair and they're gonna maximize legal representation. So it's gonna be like, it's not gonna be like, you just denied this application for no reason. So they're giving fair representation to all like incoming immigrants, while also like strengthening, strengthening the collaboration between regional, regional part, regional partners in terms of migration management and establishing migration centers for for these incoming immigrants while also providing housing and humanitarian, humanitarian assist, assistance while also giving them like temporary work visas. Well, the main idea of the fact sheet is the fact that humane immigration is possible. Change is indeed possible. It's just going to be very difficult to enforce it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with that. That makes a lot of sense. It's 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 easily doable or not not easily doable. It's it's doable, but they just kind of they kind of don't. I mean, you have to deal I mean, you have to deal with the fact that both parties are gonna come for their neck, so like it's gonna mm -hmm, yeah. so it's gonna be very hard in this case to like per, like promote the idea of immigration to some people because some people may not take the idea of incoming immigrants as as like accepting as yeah. many others. Yeah. So that's like the real like division in this country. That's that's politics in general. Yeah, it's honestly like one big like balancing act between like people that are actually immigrating and like the government actually allowing these immigrants in. Yeah, yeah. some are just not gonna accept it. Some are gonna protest on the streets like, oh, we don't want this. We don't want, why is immigration this humane? There's a lot of, there's a lot of like political issues regarding this. And going on off of that, um, like actual argument of like the humanity of it. So according to the Council on Foreign Relations, um, immigrants actually make up of just about 14% of the US population as of 2019. Really? And this is both, um, they believe to be documented and undocumented. They don't have like a specific number um, with uh, undocumented people. But they say that basically what happens is, is even though like the whole argument is that like these people are illegal aliens, they're coming across our border unlawfully. The truth of the fact is, is that most of the people that actually come across are actually claiming like asylum, making asylum claims. So this means that they are coming from a situation that is worse than the one they'd be in in the United States. And typically that it's either whether it be like money, uh, whether it be the government, whether it be like even internal like warfare, it's not that common anymore, but like in the past it has been, especially in South America during like the Cold War. But they're coming into this country the United States specifically to find this like great opportunity in their life and they're seeking asylum from their previous country but they're still being called illegal even though that they are trying to get into our country out of uh, like a specific like bad pro uh, problem and so like this is kind of interesting because um, Lyndon B. Johnson actually passed uh, the Immigration and Nationality Act of 1965 which basically says that all asylum seekers and immigrants would be welcome into the United States, no matter the circumstance, but they would have to either get, find a way to get like citizenship or something like that, mm -hmm. but they would be given an opportunity that is fair and- This bill says simply, 
that from this day forth, those wishing to immigrate to America shall be admitted on the basis of their skills and their close relationships to those already here. And I found, like, I'm kind of building off of that idea too. I found an article from the uh, the Pew Research Center um, made last year um, in uh, in March. Um, it talked about the um, border apprehensions, ICE arrests, and deportations may um, change under Trump. And it the whole article pretty much talks about how Trump has a like a big old plan to depo to deport um, three million immigrants with criminal records that are in the United States, which I think is an absurd number. That's one percent of the population. Yeah. That's that's incredible. That's that's still an absurd amount of people. Yeah, that's, that's insane. Yeah, the fact that he wants to get rid of that many people that are especially a part of the economy and in the workforce is yeah insane. And what like is interesting to me is like there's n no proof like that I read in this article that there's like actually like a dead set like mm -hmm. four million three million people that are actually like um, registered like felons yeah. or have committed a crime. It's just saying that these people actually have committed a crime with no backing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just, so like, just fabricated, just BS. Yeah. You know? then, I kind of think it goes back to like Lyndon B. Johnson's like act and like, I just feel like the act that he put in place has definitely failed. Like there's no way around it because like comparing like what he said back in, um, 1965, to like what is happening now currently like in like the span of 2016 to present like you can just see that like it's not going that great based mm -hmm. on this point like yeah. we haven't yeah. lived up to it and then further down on the article there's also a, a graph you guys obviously can't see it because this is a podcast but it basically shows the pretty much doubling of the amount of border apprehensions in like the southwestern border which is pretty much where this book takes place like between 2013 to all the way to 2018, there's 400,000, give or take, people being apprehended at the border every year. But in 2019, 800,000, and more than half of them, which is more than has ever been ever before, was all family units, which I just thought was also. Yeah, that's crazy. That's just further proof of how inhumane. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're, it's, they're, they're trying to leave for a reason. It's, At the end of the day, this book is basically, like, perfectly describing, like, what is wrong with immigration and how, like, it's not being handled the best Yeah, way. the book uses yeah. daunting, daunting imagery to, per, yeah. to, like, portray that. I know, and, like, end of the day, it's pretty obvious that, like, the human rights, basically, almost all of them go out the door. when Human rights are, like, into a human place. rights undermine the economical, like, ambition in a way because mm -hmm. immigrants are like they give jobs to the economy so essentially it's just beneficial to the economy but i feel like human rights are being undermined because of the economy yeah, yeah. definitely and then um kind of wrapping wrapping all of our ideas up i think even like we all we all agree that the whole border process is pretty inhumane but i think the book said it best the author stated that the border remains a fluid mutating stubbornly troubling enthusiastically lethal region um, which basically just kind of saying that the border is an incredibly difficult issue to tackle. We kind of have to like think about how big of a large scale problem this is. Like we can't be apprehending that many people, but we all we have to figure out a way to like monitor the border better. Yeah, it's kind of like this tightrope act of just trying to balance human rights with like allowing people into our country, which end of the day is going to be hard to do in the first place, but. 
it's something that needs to be done because they are trying it's to a seek problem. a better life and it's becoming a problem in the United States and in Mexico. Exactly. All right. All right. Well, that's all the time we have today. We hope you enjoyed the final episode of the Sun Scorch podcast um, for the last time. See you guys.